Hey guys, before we get started, I want to tell you about my favorite way to wake up with Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD infused coffee that's made right here in Colorado. Ship straight to your door. Go ahead and order online. Use the promo code DNVR20 and you get 20% off. And I'm telling you, you're really going to like it. Not only are they a great partner for DNVR and have been for a long time, but they really truly are a delicious tasting, unique coffee right here from Colorado. Don't forget, DNVR20, get 20% off. Has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's never funded or bought, paid for two or three key players, which make any sports team, professional sports team, successful or on the road to success. He's so tight, he squeaks when he walks. And you have been negotiating with this kind of person? Shame on each and all of you. <laughs> fire. So much fire. Coming out hot. I just love it. That might be my favorite intro we've had. Poor Suns fans, man. Poor Suns fans. I love it. We don't get to look down on too many fans. We actually really can't look down on the Suns either. They've been no, the they've had guys. a significantly yeah. better history. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to do that tonight. We are going to look down on them tonight on the DNBA show, Thursday night edition. I'm your host, Brendan Vogt. Noah Harrison win tonight, which is um, sad, always. I, I miss him deeply, but <laughs> we'll press on because that's what we do. Above me, to my to my right, it's Eric Weedham, D-Line Co. What's up, brother? I miss Harrison, I gotta be honest. Like, I know. I, feel like, <laughs> I know you say we're gonna get through this, but I just, I don't see it. He is our, our practical <laughs> rock and our guide. The show's going to have a lot of hot takes. Um, a man who's getting increasingly spicy and itchy as quarantine goes on. Adam Adam, Adam, what's up, dude? I'm extra spicy today, guys. Oh. And it's not just because I had a Cajun dinner. No, he's very, very proud of his own dinner. It's going to be a spicy show because we got to figure out what's going on with Nikola Jokic and, and why the heck the Phoenix Suns are going to Disney World. So we're, we're not the right three people to answer that question, but we're not alone tonight. We have a very special guest. So let's bring him in, producer Kale. Let's let's welcome, you might know him on the internet as Espo, host of the uh, Sun Solar Panel podcast. Espo, what's up, brother? Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, you know, I love that you get a live studio audience here. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And little known fact, the woman in the intro we're actually petitioning to make her the new Suns logo. That's how much. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'll sign if, that, if it helps. Yeah. Feisty, man. Fiery. I love it. But that's that's the way we make them here. When it's a hundred and something degrees all summer long, you got to be a little spicy. What does she say? He squeaks when he walks. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's so how cheap tight. he is, right? He's so tight. He's so tight. He squeaks when he walks. Oh, oh that's so good. You can't recover from that, man. You really can't. So what's the opposite of a Karen? That's what she is. <laughs> Having worked there, she's a Gertrude. He does squeak when he walks. I can't tell you. <laughs> so how are, how are you holding up, man? How have things been? It's been a long time since you've had Suns basketball. Um, it's been a nightmare for any and all content creators out there. How are you holding up mentally? Uh, all right. I mean, when you've been through the ten years that Suns fans have been through, a three month reprieve isn't that bad <laughs> of a deal. You know, we we actually spent some time. Uh, we put the former general manager Ryan McDonough on trial. Uh, on our podcast, you know, three-part episode 
where it, it was literally like a courtroom. I had to play the defense attorney, and uh, it took a lot of effort to prepare for that. What, what was the verdict there? I, yeah. I lost, but not the <laughs> <laughs> uh, criminal negligence. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Gross criminal negligence. Yeah. You also appear to be in a bunker of some kind. Is that uh, is that due to the suns? Or <laughs> this is where I live now. It's just, <laughs> it's just this closet. I never I never leave this padded closet. It's <laughs> smart, yeah. smart. Which uh, again a byproduct of ten the last ten years as a sun. <laughs> well, there's some natural sunlight at the end of the tunnel. Suns basketball is coming back with, with 21 <laughs> other teams, and we will get to that. Uh, but before we do, obviously, you're on a Nuggets show. Some very, very big Nuggets news broke oh, today. Or very um, small Nuggets news. Gentlemen, I'm sure you, you've seen the images circulating oh, the them. web. Nikola Jokic, he, he flew out to Belgrade recently, um, very recently, to celebrate. I'm going to butcher this. Excuse me. Uh, Dejan Milojevic, renowned Serbian basketball coach, currently an assistant on the Serbian national team. Um, but the, the real story is that Jokic was there. Jokic looks great. Jokic got a little four-pack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got a new drop. <laughs> he's got a new four-pack. But but honestly, the, the, the thing that pops most to me, he's got a new look. Our, our guy, he he's gone from the Walmart tees and the all-green sweatsuits to, like, the Luka Doncic big Euro energy. Oh, yeah. Espo, what do you think of our guy here? Is he looking good? Well, how, how do you improve your look during quarantine? That's I know. <laughs> no. like, You're asking the wrong he, three guys. Was, <laughs> yeah. he, was he stuck in his house with a stylist? Is that all? Hey, I, I know. That's true. As, as a fat guy, I'm kind of offended because I used to look up to him as, hey, if he could do it, maybe there's still hope for me to be semi-athletic in my life, but yeah, yeah. I've well, lost no hope now. You were lying to yourself. Just to a lot of uh, dad bods on the internet feeling very let down, feeling betrayed today. They're W no, hero. Dude, we uh, lost our guy. All jokes aside, uh, we, we have seen Jokic at this weight or, or something close to it early in his career, and, and those of us in Denver know he actually started this process losing this weight much earlier in the season. This December 5th. December 5th, right? This is the culmination of, of a my new approach and, and a new work ethic. Adam, are you, I'll just, what's your initial reaction when you see these photos? Let's go. I'm so <laughs> ready for it. It just feels like a little bit, it feels like validation. Look, I do think that there's so easy to blow this out of proportion. Like yeah, he looks good. No. We can't, it, but we're going to blow it out of proportion for fun. Cause that's what we want to do today. Because we have like, haven't had like real kernels of NBA, you know, talking points thrown at us but no he looks phenomenal i think I, it's it's hilarious to me that he looks so good i mean look at this guy look at that just oh, just look at how God. gorgeous and how happy oh, i like that he looks so guy. good people are starting to ask does he look too good that's how you he know he's really good. been on the diet he, he might look too good you know how i know uh, i'm a homer i saw that Jokic picture and i thought he's gonna dominate and I saw the Harden picture, and I thought, too skinny. He's too skinny. <laughs> uh, Eric, I know you you joked about this in the Slack. Maybe not joking. Some conflicting feelings. Are you worried that Jokic lost too much weight? So today was a today was a, uh, an emotional roller coaster for me. I'll say. Um, obviously, you see, you get the the rush of adrenaline. You see Jokic on the timeline again. It's not just rumor or hearsay. It's not a, a grainy picture from a park around the town. <laughs> we have true. a picture, a moving picture of Nikola Jokic. He looks incredible. The body transformation rumors are real. He looks a little <laughs> skinny. He looks like he looks a little skinny for the guy that you want banging in the paint with, uh, you know, the likes of Joel Embiid and such. Um, is he stronger? Yeah, Does it matter? Right. I don't know. Like, but it did. 
uh, fill me with that feeling of um, irrational fan exuberance. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I, I, like I immediately, I was like, oh my God, yes. And then I started making memes and I started fighting other fan bases. I was like, I was born anew. You're back. Oh, I hey, can't we, wait. Skinny, jo- Skinny Jokic, I believe, dropped 40 on Kristaps Porzingis in the garden. We, he, maybe not this skinny, but we, we've seen him. He we, dropped 40 on quarantine. Here's my take. Jokic <laughs> is going to be very good regardless of his weight. Look at him. My God. He does look like a different. I mean, I don't know if we have it, Kale, so I might be putting you on the spot here. But if you have that November Nope, he doesn't. Media day picture? Yeah. <laughs> cool. He can well, find we'll, it, though. Pull everyone it just close their, their, their eyes and imagine it. Just what a difference. Media picture up three times. It's about... Uh, about yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. <laughs> he looks like... I'm a little worried for you guys because he looks like Steve Rogers before uh, he became Captain oh, wow. America now. And that's a little concerning to me. I am fully prepared. I'm fully prepared for this pendulum to swing all the way. It, it already uh, has. Just, this is the thing: yeah. is the the like there's a full spectrum of body weight, and like the the acceptable portion according to the public opinion is like this narrow. So it's so ridiculous. Like there's like within one or two pounds is his target weight according to like Twitter or whatever. So <laughs> throw yeah. all that noise out. It doesn't matter. The guy. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, I mean, it's just a, it's a whole human being of difference. It's incredible. <laughs> Oh, uh, that does dude, not look like know. the same person. Can I tell you, here's <laughs> another thing I think about this. Tim Conley doesn't lie. It's amazing. It always seems like he's lying. It That's always true. feels like he's lying, but he's always telling the truth. Like he came out here and he's like, yeah, Jokic's uh, beach body. He looks great. And everyone's like, dude, come on, man. You're, you're such a hype man. <laughs> he, told us two he, and a, he told us two and a half years ago he'd get Nick Young. He wasn't lying about that either. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd lie more, Frank. <laughs> I am genuinely hyped, not just because, of course, the physique is, is the big criticism, but I, as I've touched on on this pod, when we last saw Jokic, we saw a guy that was seemingly bought in to the whole process of, of being the best player in an organization. And so what you're seeing here is like a holistic commitment, right? Like that, whatever that discipline is that had him working out, that had him changing his portions. He's, he's stuck to that. Now, whether that's going to make a world of difference on the court or not, what it is is real tangible evidence that reflects, hey, yeah, during this period right. where the rest of us got depressed he's been and gave up yeah. on ourselves, the guy, if you're a Nuggets fan, that you needed to stay focused, it appears he did. And so that's obviously great news. That's a great point. Espo, yeah. is there? Do you guys are you doing body watches on players and feel? I feel like we don't watch anybody else's body. It's <laughs> no, just Jokic. No, the uh, unfortunately the only body. Well, unfortunately or not, it depends on how you feel. That that we're watching here is uh, Kylie Jenner, who's now dating oh. Devin Booker, and we're oh, kind of wow. afraid that we've got the Kardashian curse. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, I got. I've got. Can I don't want to be a jerk, but you have bigger curses. It would seem. Like, <laughs> than the oh, it's true. With the owner being one of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I can't believe that every time that I was lifting a handful of jelly beans and putting it in my mouth, like Nikola Jokic was lifting a weight. He was actually like <laughs> getting, doing uh, what we thought he we wanted. To. And this is also like, this is the difference between staying in Denver with the trainers, with the training staff of the Nuggets and going home to Serbia and training with a guy in a diaper. Like yeah, that, you might, real, there might be something to that. You get like real results when there's actually like, you know, trainers involved. <laughs> hey, as a video gamer, granted, I didn't want like, people's loved ones to be at risk but i've been waiting my whole life for an excuse to just play video games for three months straight yeah we got it 
I'm on the other side. I just bought a guitar. <laughs> I downloaded Rosetta Stone. I'm done. Maybe this, is what Stone? Maybe this is what Jokic needed. Are you, I mean, what are you going to learn? Are you going to learn uh, Serbian? Portuguese, Brazilian. Oh, well, I guess that makes more sense, more pertinent to your life. <laughs> yeah. But also Serbian. Who knows? Yeah, I did who buy knows? the Lifetime subscription, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... I'd appreciate it if you guys could get the Jokic uh, diet and, and and workout plan because I need it here. <laughs> I need it too, man. Yeah, we need, we're not giving it to you. We need it. Look at Here's us. A, let's have the real conversation here, though, about it. First of all, this is going to make him better defensively. That was the biggest thing. Now, I do have this one point. Rudy Gobert is skinny. He's mobile. He gets cooked on defense in the playoffs because it doesn't matter how quick or long or great defensively you are. Once you get placed in the spread pick and roll in the playoffs, you just bigs get cooked. This is what happens. So there is an argument to be made for, oh, hey, gay, he's going to be better at this thing that probably is not going to make him good enough to guard Russell Westbrook in, open, in the open court. So is it that important? And can he? does he have to be big enough or whatever down low? That's the fear. I just don't think that's going to be an issue. Jokic is stronger than people realize. That's what, what's one thing everybody always says about him is that he's like surprisingly strong. And some of that was mass. But yeah. I'm telling you, I don't, when I look at him, you're right. He's popping. He looks happy. He looks like, <laughs> he it, looks man. like a whole new person. <laughs> Healthy, baby. I'm telling you, I, I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. I'm just, my one thing, my one contention, my one fear is that we've <clears> seen Jokic play at a similar weight to this. And that was the era where I spent all my time being like, oh, he just needs to get bigger and bulk up so you can like play that five. So let's just hope that before he was just sort of like naturally soft, like a, like a baby, <laughs> but now he's now, now he's skinny, but he's, he's hard like a rock. You want to, you, you want to know my theory? He didn't do this. He, my, my theory, and it's been this theory all along. <laughs> I think Jokic has felt like he could handle every big in the NBA for five years, yeah. except for one, Anthony Davis. And I think he looks at that and he goes, Anthony Davis is the one guy that just kind of murders me. And that's why I say December 5th was the day that he started. That was the day he got destroyed by Anthony Davis, especially in the fourth quarter. And I think it was after that that he was like, oh, man, I've got to tailor myself to him. That's the guy I'm chasing. I really I this, this. Is, I know it's a crackpot theory, it. but I'm telling you, I, <laughs> I I think it is, he would never admit to this, but I'm telling you, I think it is true. I love I love connecting these insane dots. Espo, did you think he'd be involved in so much male body talk? Uh, hey. to be on the show today? <laughs> what, what, what is your favorite I, male form? The, the second I saw that photo today, I went, yep, this is what we're spending. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. We did have a bunch of sun stuff. Yeah, that, but hey, we when still have you, it. When you've got the Kate Moss of NBA centers, you've got to talk about it. <laughs> I, I, that's what I said. He looks wow. like Kate Moss. Well, I mean, to be fair to us, we actually talk about his body every day. That's so true. The fact that uh, <laughs> this true. came up, it just, it just is. The only thing is I was like really prepared to stop caring because of 65 minutes of the playoffs, like all the things we had seen. I was fully prepared to not. But if he's going to lose it, I'm going to notice. Like he looks like a different person. But the biggest thing I can't. He's wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. Skinny jeans. <laughs> He's got that shirt where it's like, you know, where it's like longer in the front and back, the designer oh, yeah. style shirt. I don't even know what the shirt's called. That's how fancy it is. Incredible. This is where, we, this is where it gets off the track. We, there's nothing traceable back to basketball. It's just admiring <laughs> The watch. The watch. <laughs> like, oh, my no, goodness. Sitting next to the other Joker, hamming it up, taking his place. I've only ever seen him in basketball clothes or sweat. So, like, this is, it's very different Jokic. Uh, I, my, my prediction by the end of Orlando, he's gained all the weight back. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> probably this, this was him getting ahead of what's coming next. Don't so put your son's evil on us, as well. <laughs> who, who does uh, – wow, my voice cracked. That's rough. Rough look. Yeah, Luckily, we're live times. on the air. Tough times. Uh, who does this pass the torch to? 
is the internet oh, needs the their next? dad bod heroes. Joel. We're hearing Luka Doncic's trainer had a nice it's quote weird. taken out of context, but but maybe not. Who, who knows how? But apparently, Luka is not in the best of shape. Um, given what we saw from Luka, there's a chance that, it's that we, we've got a new chonker. He's also going to still dominate. So. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Nope. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Fat Luca can't dominate, and DeAndre Ayton was the best pick in that. Ah, yes. There we go. There, there you go. There's that's hope. a great. That's a great comeback. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We DeAndre Ayton, physique not a problem. That is a specimen. That oh my is, god. That guy is built. Yeah. Maybe actually Jokic went on the uh, preseason DeAndre Ayton plan. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> no te- No testing. We don't talk about up. that. We don't talk about it. DeAndre Ayton is a specimen, though. Okay, we're going to talk about him a lot here. I'm a, I'm a little uncomfortable with this guy. <laughs> Adam, do you want to take us into a read, man? I oh, can do that. that. Oh, look at that. Right on cue. So so um, we all know Harrison Wind usually does the reads, but he's not yeah. here. So I'm here to dominate the reads. Oh, so today's show is, um, is of course, it's brought to you by Manscaped. Your balls, Your balls will, will thank you. Thank you. Um, Your balls will yeah, thank you. Also today, guys, um, the Mile High City Copper Lager. You guys can get the 15-pack. Many people are calling this the Jokic pack. You can call it what you will. I call it the no, Jokic no, pack, the 15-pack. And you can actually get this on an incredible deal right now at Davidson's. Actually, you can get it at a great deal anywhere, but I highly recommend getting it at Davidson's. You can order online and just pick it up right as you go through. Um, but it, this is like the 15-pack. The not only is it the Mile High City beer, not only is it delicious, but it's on an incredible, incredible value, summer value at the moment. Uh, also on the docket today is DraftKings, and you guys know me, lifelong golf fan. I've been a golf fan going way back, going to be a great golf player before too long. And lucky for us, there's golf this weekend that you can bet on using the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's different from the DraftKings uh, Fantasy Sports app. The Sportsbook app, you download, and it's got all of your prop bets, over-unders, future bets, everything that you want, including, and this is what's so cool about this one, this weekend, Eric can attest to this. You can golf. You can take this screen off now, Kel. There you go. You can golf um, whole, or you can bet hole by hole. So oh, if you're yes. sitting there, you got your board out of your mind. You're watching golf because you must be really bored if you're watching golf. <laughs> then you just bet ten dollars on the hole that you're on, and there you just had a lot more fun. Or you got more en fuego, or you got a little more pour, pour. So go on there, check out all of the uh, the prop bets. How come you guys haven't interrupted me once? This is very disappointing. Well, I don't know. You're usually the. I. I, I it feels weird. Like you're the yeah, leader is, of uh, man, I guess. People. Yeah. Wow. I, I guess <laughs> and I never. Guess, oh. <laughs> I think it's appropriate that Manscaped was a potty talk. We got that right. That, that's, know, true. that's true. That's true. And then, can we get a prop bet uh, on how many pounds Jokic actually lost? Can we? Do uh, that? Well, you know what? We oh, probably. Wow. Could. Well, I don't know how we would prove that though. That <laughs> would be I'll, very I'll, tough I'll one to prove. It. Uh, <laughs> we just had the kitchen manscaping in the same ad. We need to get out of here. Um, real quick, download the top-rated sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. You're going to want to do that. It helps us. It also helps you. You can sign up for up to a $1,000 match bonus um, when you use it. And then here, I have to do – Harrison always reads the fine print really, really slowly. I'm going to go fast. <laughs> Yeah, Must be 21-year-old or Colorado-only bonus comprised of the first deposit bonus and a first bet match up to $500. Depo- deposit bonus mo- requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Wow. wow. Nailed well it. done. Nailed it. Adam Stock report through the roof. <laughs> through the roof. Incredible. We transition now from wow. what was, of course, and self-evidently the biggest news of the year. 
to the meat on the bone of tonight's discussion and why we have our friend Espo joining us this evening. NBA basketball is coming back, perhaps on the 30th, not the 31st. Oh, so yeah. Circle your calendars, adjust your clocks. But among uh, the 22 teams returning, well, the Phoenix Suns are included. Hmm. Espo, I'll put it bluntly. Why? <laughs> Because the Nuggets need somebody to beat up on and <laughs> their help. I, I, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't understand why the NBA invited invited us. It's it's like a pity date to the prom, right? It makes I, I, sure maybe it'll be a little fun, but we're not we're not going to win the whole thing. We're we're not going to get anything overly exciting about it. So you know, that's just not going to not going to happen. So, I, you know, when you look at it, they have, a, oh, I think it's a one in 10,000 chances. What the, what oh, wow. the, it's a good value bet. It's, it's, high. Yeah. it's higher than when they entered the season. So I guess that's a win probably. Yeah, and they're <laughs> narrowed down. Yeah. yeah. yeah on DraftKings, can you put $1 on it? And just, you know, yeah, of, course, of course. If you want to lose $1, don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have no use for $1 in your life. Absolutely. I, I think what it really comes down to is the league was trying to find a way to get as many of the uh, potential future young superstars yes. uh, of the game in. Yep. And by including Washington, including the Suns, you get Bradley Beal, you get Devin Booker, and potentially DeAndre Ayton, depending on how you feel about him. But I think that's really what this was about, and and that's why uh, the Suns are there, because Devin Booker uh, is a guy that I'm sure the league looks at and goes, this could be a, a potential superstar, and we need to get him in front of more eyes. And there's not going to be more eyes than this relaunch uh, of basketball. Uh, it's yeah. probably going to be the most watched NBA basketball we've, we've seen in a very long time. Is well, Hold on. Is Booker, just because the way you said that, that was interesting. Is Booker a bigger star than Aiton? Yeah. Uh, by quite a bit? Uh, by significantly. Out okay. here, actually, uh, in Phoenix, uh, surprisingly, most fans uh, completely dislike uh, DeAndre Aiton and, and disdain uh uh, the fact that he's, that he's uh, not Luke. the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it comes down to his name's not Luka Doncic. <laughs> right. So they're all they're all upset. But when you when you look at the statistics and what he's been able to do in the first uh, season and a half, he's been in the league. Uh, they're numbers that we haven't seen from, yeah. from very many big men. But Suns fans don't want to look at that or accept that because again, he's not named Luka, and that's that's the problem. I put him in my top ten for five years from now. Man, there you I, go. DeAndre, top 10 player in the I, NBA. I see it. I see it. If you want me to talk to these people, I'll do it. I'll Ooh, four out of four out of four out of I mean, th- this Suns team is actually sneaky talented. It may not necessarily yeah. add up to much, but yeah. that, that started the At season, the they, they came out hot out of the gate, and it was a really fun stretch for Suns fans, I'm sure. How long ago, far ago, does that seem? Does this team that's coming to Disney World, okay, they're not going to win a title, but can they mess around and get into that that play in three game series? Yeah, it, it's obviously going to be very difficult just because of the math. I mean, they're sitting six games back right now. They have to get that down uh, to four and leapfrog a bunch of teams in the process. I think that's the more difficult part because everything we've heard about the schedule, they're not going to be playing head to head against the teams mm-hmm. that are in front of them. So it's going to be quite difficult to jump those teams. But when you look at this roster, uh, they're they're healthy for the first time uh, since the beginning of the year, which means their bench is stronger than it had been most of the season because when DeAndre Ayton was suspended, you had to have Aaron Baines step into the starting lineup at center. 
five, yeah. three after three after three. Yeah, he, he was good. He was, but then you had nobody on your yeah, bench to back up. You had Frank Kaminsky who had to play backup center at that point. I get it. We're in positionless basketball, but when you go from Aaron Baines as, as your backup big to Frank Kaminsky as, as at five, it, it's problematic. And I think that this team will play much closer the way it played in November uh, mm. than it did uh, in, in December and, and January where we saw them kind of drop off the table I'm. I actually think they have a chance to go six and two, seven and one, depending mm-hmm. on how the schedule plays out. If Devin Booker uh, is up to the task, right? This is where we find out: is Devin Booker really a potential superstar in this league, or is he just yeah. a guy that can score really well? I was gonna. I was gonna ask: like, how long is somebody in the league a potential superstar? before they're just like a, a guy. <laughs> like I think with good. guards, especially like guards that are best off ball or, you know, like, 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 a, like he is, he can play off ball or whatever, but I just think that those guys are maybe the lowest leverage. Like you put them on a bad team. They're not going to make a bad team. Good, but you put them on a, a team that can actually play and they're going to make them great. Like a clay Thompson. I don't know that you could send clay Thompson to say Charlotte and they'd be like, Oh man, look at this yeah. incredible <clears throat> team. But on the Warriors, so, they're one of the best ever in large part because of him. So, so his potential as a superstar is wholly reliant on the team. around him. A lot of people are though. A lot yeah, of people are that I mean, way. Most, and I yeah. honestly, when we talk about great players, I don't often, we talk about like, this guy could carry a terrible team. I don't think that's the only measure of a superstar. I really don't. There's certain players that just like augment other great players in ways that other ones can't. Um, I But Devin Booker, it's funny we're talking about Jokic and did he lose too much weight. I like Devin Booker this year for the first time. And my one complaint about him was I felt like sometimes he was too unselfish. <laughs> Weirdly enough, like he, <laughs> it seemed to me from watching him that he was really focused on trying to play within a system and play within a team. And I think that was by design because Monty Williams, a mm. first-year head coach mm. with the team, preached that very much to Devin Booker in the offseason because the knock on Devin Booker was he wasn't an unselfish guy. Right. That was that was very much the knock around the league and people that didn't watch him on a regular basis. And this is the first time that he had a, has had a legitimate head coach since he entered the yeah, league. That's, uh, so, so buying into a system was a very big part of what he needed to do to take that next step and i think this is when they need him to be less uh, unselfish in this kind of a situation because this is where he can help carry this team and will them i, I know people hate that phrase but i think he can help will them to some victories in this situation um, i'm also by the way a like I did not like DeAndre Ayton in college. In part, I don't watch a ton of college <laughs> basketball, but I watched him against CU, and it was like the most embarrassing performance I've ever seen. CU had like nobody taller than six seven, and he just couldn't get a rebound. But I I have actually really grown to like him for two reasons. One, I do think that he has like an enormous amount of offensive skills. Like he, it's not just he's good at this one thing or this other. He can do a lot of different things offensively. But two, and let's be honest, the more important one. He's a huge fan of none other than Nikola Jokic. This means so much to me. It's the reason I like Justin Patton in the draft, and that turned out to be wrong. But I'm telling you, when other setters, like, the way he talked about him, he's on a Brian Windhorse pod like three or four months ago, and he was talking about how Jokic is like the guy he watches and wants to study the most. I'm like, man, I would not have guessed that from the way he plays, that he wants to be this, like, heady player. But you know what? You kind of see it. Like, he's adding little layers to his game, and, like, you can tell he's working on some, some interesting things. Yeah, yeah, I have to say, like, 
having seen him early on in the season, watch Jokic just absolutely take it to Aiden, and it was like comical. And then seeing him later on in the season and seeing like real improvement, made, yeah. that's why I was like, wow. Um, you just like you just like to see improvement. Like that's what basketball is all about. It's like your team slowly gets better, the chemistry slowly gets better. That's a long form uh, storyline and narrative that you have to follow. And like, if you see player like, and that's why I don't know that the thing about Devin Booker to me is that like he always seems the exact same every time I see him. Like he's you know I, I never I think this like, year was different, sometimes. man. I watched him a lot. I thought this year was I, well, different. yeah. I, to, to be fair to you and everybody that uh, listens to this, like I, I didn't watch a ton of Devin Booker, but yeah. with <laughs> DeAndre. <laughs> but DeAndre Ayton, like I, I saw like real improvement. Yeah. To me, that's like so that means a lot. I, I think DeAndre's ceiling is higher than Devin Booker's. And I'll probably get yelled at on on the Twitter after <laughs> that. But, uh, but I really I so do. I, I also think his floor his floor is lower than Devin Booker's as well. But that's the thing with, with Ayton and, and he showed a dedication this year to getting better. Uh he he is trying to learn and progress. And yes. I think people forget how young he is, how raw he is. Is he 20 or 21? I believe he's 20. Looking up right and, now. Oh, I'm getting fact-checked. I believe he's 20. <laughs> he's 29, actually. Oh, my God. I had no idea. He's 21, but you know, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> who's checking? I've lost track of time, so you know, we've been in the front six months. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I think I, I think people forget how young he is, how raw he is. He came to the game yeah. late, and uh, you know, this is again. I think this is a, again for him the first time he's played with with a true head coach uh, as well. And I, I think Monty Williams has really taken him under his wing and i think the ped test earlier in the year was a wake-up call that this isn't some joke you have to be dedicated uh, and, and yeah. figure things out to truly have an impact with the team and i think he took it to heart that he let his teammates down uh, at the beginning of the year also when i think Aiton Jokic, i of course think about Aiton's was it second game in the league when, when Jokic dropped that that perfect game triple double on him 35 <laughs> points I, I went um i went i was in the away locker room after the game and um, he had some. Aiton had some things to say about the officiating. Again, he he had just made it to the league. He is not. That used was to his being, first game, right? Right. Yeah, or, or second, or one of the two. Right. So <laughs> he's not used to being I dominated in this way, especially by guys that look like that. And so his first thought in the moment, emotionally, was blame the refs. I love love the growth that's reflected in him all this time later, looking back at that game and saying, no, that's actually the guy I want to learn from. To me. Yeah. That tells you this is a guy who's sort of focused on the process of getting better. That's a great yeah, story, vote, and I'll accept it. But can you imagine complaining about officiating in your very first NBA game? <laughs> well, he's also learned from Jokic. You're supposed to scream at the refs. Yeah, that, the yeah. Court. If he's learning from Jokic, that is the, <laughs> well, the problem. Is, <laughs> very immature, so that does not, yeah. does not surprise me in one bit that game two of his NBA career, yeah. he reacted that way. Right, of course. He's young, but he's grown. He sounds like he's grown up. And, and so I just think it's cool that his perspective on that specific thing has changed. Do you feel way. there's some Dwight Howard vibes from him personality-wise? I think it's more Shaq. Uh, not oh. necessarily the same, but, but personality-wise. But in terms of, uh, you know, he, he very much uh, wants to in, enjoy the game, enjoy life. But uh, I think we're starting to see him get that serious side uh, as well uh he's in much better shape than jack was so that's a plus uh right. he hasn't come in 
I hasn't come in lumpy yet to uh, to to a season. Hopefully, he doesn't come to Orlando that way. But uh, <laughs> so you know, but, but yeah, all these guys, I, I we always try to find that comparison in terms yeah, of personality yeah. or game, and I don't think it's fair because he's definitely uh, his own kind of person. Uh, and but he does very much uh, come take take an approach to the game where. He's, he, at least his first year was very wide-eyed and, and and amazed that he was out there on the court with some of these guys and then sometimes in awe of of who he was going up against and uh, that that's starting to wear off but I kind of appreciated that too because I think about it and you go if I you know if, if I went out there and and started working with uh, you know people that I I've looked up to for years I'd probably be a little bit in awe too so yeah, it felt very it's like you looking at Adam on this show right now. Exactly. Wide eyes. <laughs> it is. I, I have I have the greatest admiration. <laughs> All right. Given that the Suns will be in distant world, whether they should or shouldn't be, um, what what from from the Phoenix perspective, the Suns base perspective, what are the crucial data points you might hope to gather? What are some of the, the questions you might hope to see answered in something that approximates higher leverage basketball? Well, what I hope to see how Devin Booker reacts because this is the first meaningful basketball he's going to play basically of his career. He, he has not played in games that have a legitimate impact on, on potential playoffs, whether it's for the Suns or for, for most of the opponents that they're playing. Usually he's either shut down by this point or the Suns have been so far out of contention it, it didn't matter. So I want to see how he handles that pressure. Does he mm. rise to the occasion or does he kind of fall back and, and not be able to handle it? That's going to answer a lot to me. Uh, seeing Kelly Oubre, if he can, if he comes back, I like him. Injury, uh, I, I want to see that. I want to see how he plays plays better. And, and there's a decision the Suns have to make this offseason whether uh, they want to use him as leverage in a trade or if he's a long term uh, option for the future because uh, they signed him last year to a two year deal, so he's be he'll be entering that final year of the contract. So I think this is a, a big eight games for him, for the, for the mm. franchise to try to understand what his future with this team is. I love, I love having other teams perspectives in here and you find out every team is the same team where like every, every, right. like all of us are looking at all of our teams and all of our role players in the exact same way. Like every off season is a big off season for somebody like you have to, right. Win. Well, that's Who, the NBA now though. Bun, bun. Yeah. Yeah. I that's love the it. NBA where everything is not like, Oh, we got these guys for forever. It's like, yeah. I mean, the nuggets are going to be this way. We're two years away from MPJ having his free agency. I mean, like that's very soon. But It's also part of why that, that title or bus stuff was always mythology. Right. I mean, we, we know as, as people who, who cover the Nuggets and the Suns, not exactly nationally covered or, or, or loved teams. Um, um, yeah, it, you have to celebrate. That the, you like, have to celebrate yeah. these. Right. Like it. everything that happens in these to. summers matter, right? Like the small decisions oh, like for sure. Golden State didn't become Golden State overnight, right? And they were having these sort of approximate and equivalent decisions they were having to make three, four years prior and so all this stuff always matters to us, and, and these gears are always moving, whether or not it seems that way from the outside. Well, and this year's going to be even, even more so with the offseason because the, the fact that the cap isn't going to go up the way that they thought mm. of mm. the lost revenue means it changes a lot of plans for a lot of teams, and there's going to be deci- tough decisions yep. to make just based on the economics of all this. I know. Exactly. Are we going to get the bizarro version of the cap rising offseason where – 
um, Mozgov made a hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, that's like some like great a, players going to yeah, be on a terrible great, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah like just like right. amazing players just get screwed. You know, like which would also, I mean. It, you can't really project this stuff, but let's say the cap rebounds and then there's a team who's got some guy on a great deal, right? Yeah. And that matters going down happen. the line. It will happen. Um, I, I was going to say this, though, because I actually really like Phoenix's team a lot. Like we were going through the, the list and just talking about – there's a lot of guys on the roster that I think can play. It hasn't come together, I think, in large part because there's been like 30 coaches in the last 12 months or something. I, I don't know if that's – you can fact check me on that number, but it's something like that. Um, but no, the, uh, I think they're a good team, but when you look around the landscape, they're all good. And and that's the thing about it. Even with Denver, I'm like, they're a really good team and just a couple more years, they'll be even better. Yeah. But so will all these other, so will the Mavs. So will right. so where every team is going to be better in three years. It, it feels, do you kind of get that same outlook where you're like, I really trust this young core, but there's all these great young cores. If, if you really like the Suns, I am happy to trade them to the Nuggets. Uh, well, I don't like them that much. <laughs> but no, certain pieces I'll trade. We can talk. I, I very much feel that way. Though the, the reality is, the Suns have made an immense amount of progress this year from basically the basement to the sub basement. Uh, and, but hey, uh, and, and you the look at you, yeah, you, you can kind of see daylight now. But <laughs> look at it, and you yeah. But they're in the Western Conference, and this was the year if they were ever going to make a run at, at the eighth seed that they had the best chance because Golden yeah. State's going to be back next year. Yeah, Golden which, State. Which means you automatically are moving a step down true, next man. year regardless. And and so as a Suns fan, I've seen progress, but it's not enough. Right? So Some Suns fans are like, well, we just need to stick with this roster and go. It's like, yeah, and you're going to wind up with a 35-win team again, which isn't where – where you want to be there needs to be additional progress and i like the young core i think there's a lot of i, I think deandre ayton uh and mikhail bridges have an immense amount of, of potential i'm not as big of a kelly Oubre guy as a lot of people in phoenix are you know, i like him high beast yeah, yeah I, I i feel like he's a a slightly more talented gerald green uh mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. which we experienced here <laughs> That's a bird, man. That's a real bird. Greater than than Gerald was, but to me, I I feel like that's what it is. He brings the energy. There's an excitement with it, but I'm not sure it's it's the guy that you want to invest large money in long term. And then the big reason the Suns made made a turnaround this year is they've had an NBA level point guard for the first time in two and a half years. Exactly. I mean. When you've had G League point guards, of course Devin Booker is going to struggle because, yeah. and and DeAndre Ayton in his first year is going to have a tough time because the guy handling the ball doesn't know how to make a pass into the into the post. Like, there's yeah. fundamentally it doesn't work when you don't have an NBA level level guy running your offense. And and just Ricky Rubio even past his prime has made a huge impact. And, and so that gives me hope that if they can find a long term answer. At point guard, there is a lot of potential here, but the West isn't getting any easier. Houston might. That's the one team I could see being like this is the end of the road for them. In fact, I think oh, it probably yeah. is. So maybe there's oh, yeah. one yeah, but team honestly, that gets out. Even if their title chances are gone, like a, a James Harden led team is, he can yeah. take bad rosters to the playoffs. I'm saying I mean, maybe just, maybe Tillman Fertitta just wants to start over with his own team. All these yeah, owners, yeah. they always feel like, oh, let me start over and I'll build it. I'll build it. This you, team's you okay. You also have to look at Portland as a, a team that might look at, uh, you know, looking deep yeah. in the mirror and, and yeah, maybe. maybe blowing things up if they get in and then just get 
it dominated in the first round. Let's be honest, Utah maybe too. I mean, yeah. they they might have a little implosion. <laughs> I mean, I'm not North. counting on it, but it, it could happen. I mean, what's tough for Phoenix though is you got to. Where's go. what's the timeline, right? How does this line up with the rise and fall of other teams, and how how confident are you in Devin Booker sticking around, and the guys around him, you know, reaching a, a some threshold of competence around him in time? That stick around part is so painful. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but yeah, it it, it is unfortunate, especially when you give a guy a, a max contract and you know he can he can you know, hold you hostage at some point. I think eventually it's going to come down to uh, keeping Devin Booker or DeAndre Aiden Mm. because they're, Mm. they're not quite on the same timetable unless DeAndre Mm. makes some massive jump in year three. uh, Then I think they're slightly off uh, each other's timetable and you're going to have to decide is Devin Booker the guy or do you think DeAndre Aiden is the long-term future and can you flip you know which one are, are you more comfortable flipping? And I, right. I don't, I don't know right now. I don't think anybody knows. Uh, but your 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 deep down hope is DeAndre Ayton blossoms next year, and you don't have to come yeah. back. You can mark that down by the way. That's going to happen. And then flipping Booker's tough because yeah, you're definitely good. selling low because other teams are probably thinking he's a free agent eventually anyway, right? If I wait yeah. long enough, but. All right, Adam, let's take let's do another break. When we come back, we'll play a couple games, hit the steps, and get out of here. First up, more golf. This in the form of digital golf with your thumbs, the World Golf Tour. This weekend, the DNVR Open, our first major. And our, our circuit. Espo, we have a little fake circuit on our like video game golf game. You should play. You should download it. It's you a lot of fun. Play. It's free. You should it's fun. play, actually. You can beat Adam and you can hear Adam's uh, trash talk about digital golf and have it uh, Again, bleed over. I've won like golf. four in a row right now. I'm, I'm a, it's incredible. I love. What do you mean? I won? love free. So. You love what? I love free. free so. Oh, there you go. Yeah, free, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't right touch anything because they're going to try to get you to buy a lot. But so you're going to hop on when you once you set up your account and everything else. You're going to join the join the DNVR two golf uh, golf two. course. No, what is it called? Country club. It's called country a country club. club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I grew up. I did not grow up in a country club. So you joined the DNVR <laughs> two country club. We our first one got so big we had yeah. to create a second one. But this weekend we there is the DNV system. Yeah, it is a cast system. You have to work your way into the top club. <laughs> we should call it. We should call it DNVR Junior or something. Like you could have should have got in earlier. Um, the G League of WGT. <laughs> no, but it's the the tournament is the DNVR Open. It's eighteen holes. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's no prize, but there's a lot of bragging rights. If I win it, you're never going to hear the end of it. Oh um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, so sign up. That starts on Saturday night. It's going to run all day Sunday. You can play. And then our other sponsor today, Strava Craft Coffee, the delicious coffee that's infused with CBD. Man, this coffee is so Colorado. It couldn't be more Colorado. Well, I mean, to be fair to other regions, I mean, it it, it wasn't previously legal to put CBD in other places. That's their fault. That's their fault. It's not ours. Strava Craft Coffee, it's delicious. It gets delivered straight to your door. It's Colorado brand. And like I said, it has CBD. It helps with migraines. Um, I, I, is it IBS? Yes. IBS, yeah. anything, yeah, nerves, IBS? nerves, anxiety, whatever. <laughs> CBD is like a miracle drug and coffee is like also a miracle drug. It's two miracle yeah. drugs together. Espo, do you, do you have uh, the benefit of CBD in the great state of Arizona? I do. I CBD it up and it helps oh, oh, oh. with the anxiety. So. Sure does. It's true. Man. Which it is funny because especially in coffee, it's weird because coffee can spike your anxiety, but with Strava, it's like a nice, it's a nice little leveler, you know? <laughs> uh, we, we need it out here with our sports teams with nothing but anxiety. So. <laughs> yeah. DNVR 20, my man. DNVR 20. I'm on it. All right. 
Strava is totally a Serbian word, I'm told. Is it? Oh, well, yeah. It I'm means, told that right it here. It means two different things. Yeah. By our resident Serbian. Uh, no online with Eline tonight, but we're still going to scour the internet because it's time to play a little Price is Right. Ooh. Uh, do I I've have got, a for this? I don't think I do. I've got three, four items for you. And uh, I'm going to ask you guys how much it costs. And then uh, you guys, whoever gets close, just wins. Isn't that great? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm enthralled. I'm Isn't that exhilarated by that intro. That was, yeah, All that right, was great. A, you really sold that. <laughs> wow. Cool. Should be fun. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you have photos and everything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Kale does. We'll find out. <laughs> All uh, right, yeah. We'll do it live. First we'll up, it, it is <laughs> Charles so Barkley. So it's oh. Espo v. D-Line v. Mares, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. If we can pull it up, let's pull up the Charles Barkley signed basketball. Although, what are the, I just, what are the chances Kale brings it up with up the price? Kale says he visible. has them, but the prices are. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew that was going to. We've got a backup game, though. We, which, you let's know play what? the backup game. Let's just go to the backup <laughs> game. And that was the price is right. It turns out. That was, was wrong. wrong. <laughs> well, the drops are wow. good tonight. That's the all that matters. Okay, backup game doesn't have any fun <laughs> jingles or uh, sweet graphics. And it's not so much a game. It is a it, game. Oh, okay. We're, let's go into the Nugget Suns showdown. In this game, we will match up, line up a, a top prospect player from each team, and we'll talk it over with our, with our man Espo. We'll figure out who's better. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, we'll start with an easy one. Nikola Jokic, DeAndre Ayton. Espo. DeAndre No, that's oh! good. <laughs> I was curious. We would have kicked him out. We I was curious. Him off the show, right? There's right. an upside. There's an upside. There's a defense argument in there. You never that's know. actually a good question. Like, in what, like, what would it take? I mean, it would take a lot, but I think DeAndre Ayton's going to be really good. And honestly, I could see those guys having battles for years and years to come. I think it's going to take a lot and uh, a lot of CBD oil for me to, to look <laughs> through what it's going to take for him to become better than Jokic. All right. Well, that was the right answer. You got that one right. You got that All right. right. Easy enough. I don't think any of us are going to disagree, so we, we can skip that one. Um, all right. Let's get another drum roll. Showdown between Jamal Murray and Devin Booker. Ooh, this, is, this one's tougher. I'm, I'm a homer, but it's, De- it's Devin Booker. Devin Booker is mm. showing more. I think, and proven more along the way so far. Uh, but you guys could prove me wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Where's the line? He says. <laughs> how many? How many times have as uh, your guy scored seventy points in a game? We'll just leave it there. <laughs> well, he did make. He did. He only scored forty-eight, but he made Boston very mad when he did it. He had forty-six on Phoenix. Or, actually, Murray weirdly plays really well in Phoenix. That's true. That's like maybe his best place he played do you think he gets up for that booker matchup they're both kentucky boys they're both kentucky yeah they used to have tyler ulis too who was his old teammate so there was a little kentucky it it could just be because the sun's defense (laughs) that's it that's probably (laughs) it got to the bottom of it but here's the thing about booker so he scored 70 like what has he scored on uh a balloon figure since i feel like he has that 170 and then it's it's just like a bunch of 22 point games no he he had he's had uh, a bunch of 40 he had a 59.0. I want to hear what the comment section has to say here though, because I do actually think this one's interesting. I don't I don't know where I would go on this. I do agree that I think Devin Booker has had some very obviously impressive moments. I like Devin Booker a lot. I'm not one of these guys that hates him. 
and I am lower on Murray than most people in Denver. But I have to say, Murray, and we talk about this on the show a lot, Murray in the big moments has kind of been come up big. Like in the playoffs, mm-hmm. he was very good. After the first couple of games, he was very good. And there's just been so many like just important fourth quarters or this or that throughout the season that he just seems to always rise to that occasion. So I, I that I'm given the argument for Murray, even though I think it's pretty much a toss up for those two. I, I think that's I think that's the one thing you can point out with Devin Booker is he has not, as I said, hasn't played in an important game, has has never actually uh, been on a team that has sniffed winning. So it's easy to discredit what he's done. Uh, just for that simple fact. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, right. I mean, was, it's just the Suns. Are they building winning habits? Can they play not just well, but w- well on a good team, winning basketball? And it's really easy to say the answer for Devin Booker is no. But is that do we know that? Of course not. I mean, he's in a situation where he would have to be really one of the five best players in the world to, to single handedly turn that thing around. Like, how how does Jamal Murray's racked up a lot of wins and he's played a lot of winning basketball? I think that's the argument. Of course, might we say the same thing about Booker if he's playing alongside Jokic? I think that's probably the it's case. noteworthy that somebody named Murray Center gives the edge to Booker. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's that might have closed the win door. for me. Though. I think that's a huge win. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll concede um, that one, even though I actually in real life I think it's like a toss up. All right, we're gonna there's we'll see where you go with this. I think there's here's what's interesting. Routes. I think back to our earlier conversation. I think Booker would make a a very good team better. Than Murray would. Yeah. And I think Murray would make a bad team better, if that makes sense. Huh. I do look at Booger, B- Booger, Booker as a like a Carl Anthony Towns. Like you, you well, if he's be the teammate si- soon. So well, like you put him on a team that's already good. Your title chances just went up right yeah. in a way that they probably don't if they're your your number one guy. Um, OK, this Michael is a great this is a great way to put it. Murray has a more diverse skill set, but Booker is better at the things he is good at. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is um, that true? I think so. Oh, Booker is a first of all better shooter, no questions asked. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely a better, better scorer. Does, just but in does general, Murray I have think. a more diverse skill set? Yeah, because he is can play true? point a little better. He's like a better on ball. Booker's an underrated passer, don't we, though. Don't we just spend all of our time complaining about uh, Murray playing the point? Do you I think do Booker could play the point though? Like, the, I mean, there's, he, he does all, do it all yeah. of last season. He can. Yeah. He's a, a good assist man. The problem That's is, saying. I think they're the you, same guy, kind of. Yeah, the, the problem is you can't play Booker at point guard and then expect him to be the guy that scores all your points, too, which was the issue last year. You right, right. You just can't do it. Wow. <laughs> Guess but that's true. He does. He, like, his, his playmaking <laughs> skill set is underrated. All right, um, Booker wins. You've convinced me. All right, okay. we'll move on. I like this Booker one, a couple different ways you can go with this one. Oh, Answer on. may seem obvious, but maybe practical heads will prevail. Oh. Michael Porter Jr. or Mikal Bridges? Oh. I will probably go Michael Porter Jr. Oh wow! I'm not not going to argue. I'm not going to argue for for my guy here. I I think Mikael Bridges is a year or two away from being something very special. I like him defensively and beyond the arc, Uh, but he's not. He's just not quite there yet. And I don't think his potential uh, is is as high. And and he's he is a what he does two things very well. He plays defense very well. He's going to shoot the, the three very well. That's what you're going to get out of Mikhail Bridges. And if he does that, it's a success for him. But I don't think he's the better player right now. He's sort of the Gary Harris of that team. I, I actually really like Bridges. I think Bridges is a really, really good player. In fact, I would swap him and Gary Harris in a heartbeat. Nope. I mean, the other thing, too, and this is sort That's of the obvious. Very spicy. Like, Hold on. Whoa. MPG's got all this talent, but 
you know, Bridges is going to play. <laughs> and a, a, a guaranteed 3 and D guy over like over like four years, you know? It's a real bird in the hand is worth two in the bush argument. So, yeah, Bernie, there's, I think there's an argument. the best player in the NBA that can't get on the court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that the guy that we're all the, the most fascinated with, though, is that yes. guy? Oh, the quarterback. If only he could get on uh, on the court. You know, the thing uh, is, yep. every time he's on, he dominates, and then he just goes back because he like missed a uh, rotation once on an inbound pass. Yeah. It's like, come on, <laughs> it's unbelievable. He's also, uh, he's also that back durability. Well, of yeah, course, well, questionable. Well, well, well. I mean, that's I, obvious. It's kind of a am bummer. I, but am I playing this game wrong? Am I supposed to be a complete homer? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Just wanted, year, no. Actually, what you're supposed to be doing is playing the prices right, but <laughs> which you're playing very wrong. Okay, Kelly Oubre Jr. or the fallen angel Gary Harris. Oh, oh, oh come on, dude. man, this is. Man, this is an interesting one. I'm gonna say push. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a big Ubre guy. I'm just. I'm just not like. The, he, be a big he, gets, he gets the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the crowd into games. He, he gets his teammates into games. But then he also has so many you know, lapses on defense, and and he'll he'll throw errant passes that that don't necessarily make sense. Uh, I I struggle with uh, with trying to really stand for for Kelly Ubre. Ubre is 6'7, Gary Harris is 6'4. Ubre this year is shooting a higher three point percentage than Gary Harris, although career wise, Gary Harris has the edge. I don't I kind of like Ubre. I think he's uh, good. I like Gary Harris too, but there's a, too. there's a there's a the being short is too tough, man. It's just it's a really, really tough thing to overcome. I mean, eight, eight just shy of 19 points and six rebounds a game. I don't want to percent from three. I don't want to really uh, push you guys in one direction or the other, but uh, we do have to factor <laughs> this into uh, the equation here. No, I know. And it, oh, although sure? for like the third time in the last week, someone in the comments told me that I look like if Gary Harris was just a white dude. So <laughs> I might have to stand the way Gary Harris looks now going forward. Also, are we, are we sure that, uh, that the commenter wasn't talking about Espo? I mean, look at Espos. Oh, that's they a good point. <laughs> they are. I appreciate that somebody finally noticed it on this show. <laughs> what else we got? We You're got killing it. No, I don't. Um, but we do have someone who's ready to play the steps. How about Ooh, that? Let's bring them on. Somebody to climb the steps. Who is it? Espo, the steps is... Uh, it's our guy Huckleberry. Oh, it's our guy Huckleberry. Hey. One of the newest Denver champion. transplants. A diehard, a uh, dare I say, a, a budding regular at the DNVR bar, Huckleberry. What's up, man? Doing good. How are you guys? You know, we can't complain, dude. Jokic is feeling great, so we're feeling great. <laughs> looking great, looking great. It all flows from there. It's a stigmata. We feel how uh, he feels. Espo, I don't know if you're familiar with the with the steps. It's the show. It's the game that's sweeping the nation. Our 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 guy Huckleberry here is going <clears> to work his way through. A series of NBA general trivia questions, and uh, we're going to try very, very hard to give away some stuff from Brett. Brody. We are trying um, so hard on this one. But here's <laughs> this the deal: is the you're, easiest steps we've ever had. You're his helper, so you can oh. chime in whenever you want. You can straight up tell him the answer if you know it. You're but if you're yeah, if you're wrong, it also falls <laughs> oh, on you, great. and you'll be mocked on this show forever. So let's do it. Let's do it. the greater than yeah. Am I doing this or you vote? Uh, do you want to do it, Adam? I'll do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> we didn't talk about that in prep. Number one, which team lost in the 1993 NBA Finals? I I, I think I, I, have a, 
colors back here. That's the lower one. That's Phoenix Suns. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, just as hard. Which <laughs> NBA team does Chris Paul currently play for? It's going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. That, that is also correct. Yeah, two wow. for two. Do you haven't even had to use your helper yet. Is RK in your apartment, though? We need to know that. Where is he feeding you answers from? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that was right. He was cheating last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number three. What team does Brad Stevens coach? That will be the Boston Celtics. That is correct. Three for three. I'm glad they made these easy because I, I'm the worst lifeline you could have. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All right, number four. This is a good one. What is the name of the sports book that sponsors DNBR? It'd be DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's Fantastic. Go. You were just rolling this through. Guy this, man. Stuff. this You were really – this guy because these questions are hard these are very hard questions <laughs> so much stuff <laughs> advanced questions here um espo might be able to help out on this one number five which player has never played for the phoenix suns dragon bender josh jackson or luka Doncic? Uh, it's Luka Doncic. That is correct. That is correct. That question is such a, a trick question. Such a spit in the face. It was. Yeah, that one was a little tough. That was a little. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think Bender, yeah, I don't think like John Bender ever did play for the Suns. <laughs> trick Josh question. Jackson didn't play. It didn't play basketball. I wasn't what, what he was. I regret I, to say I, that I was a huge Josh Jackson guy. So was I. I have a podcast named after Dragon Bender. How, how to Train Your Dragon. It's great. Oh. It's a great podcast name. <laughs> But I have I have a Dragon Bender Funko Pop that was. Oh my out. god, that is incredible! That is money. Yeah. I, that would he's be like, great he's for like the price is right. You know, he all has Skeeta has a place in all of our hearts as Nuggets fans <laughs> and Suns fans too. He played for the Suns I mean, after after he flamed out here. I just forgot where he was. All right, number six. Which team did Shaquille O'Neal not play for? Minnesota Timberwolves, the Phoenix Suns. Cleveland Cavaliers. That's going to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. That is correct. correct. Rolling right along Huckleberry. Wow. What is the name? Number seven. What is the name of the Chicago Bulls' mascot? I got this one if you need help. Okay, Espo, I'm going to need this one. Benny. Sorry? Benny. Benny the Bull, okay. Yeah. There you go, Benny, Benny the Bull. Bull. <laughs> Do you guys see that thing on uh, Reddit a while back where Benny the Bull and Benicio del Toro have the same name? Really, really big. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I did see that. Number eight, <laughs> name all of the teams in the Southwest Division. This one's a little tough. A little Southwest tricky. Division is Dallas Mavericks, San Antonio Spurs. Wait, say start over. You can use your helper. I couldn't hear that last one. I said Houston Rockets. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then Memphis Grizzlies. I've only heard four. I'm not forgetting. Do you know Espo? So, I believe Oklahoma City. Is oh, and the New Orleans, New Orleans uh, Pelicans. Wow, that is correct. Good job on ignoring us, but almost, yeah. <laughs> almost left the <laughs> yeah, right there. Well done. 
Who Number came nine? Visions, right? Ooh, this, <laughs> this one's kind of tough, too. What country is Dario Saric from? Saric. That's going to be Eastern European. You just got to narrow it down. Uh, Good detective work. Do you, Espo, do you have any hints here, Espo? Or I'm, I'm trying to, to, to think myself here, trying to. <laughs> Man, these, these three months away from basketball is just rotted by gray. <laughs> uh... This is tough. I'm going to make the music get real loud. Oh, my. You don't have anything? I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. This is, this is terrible that I'm. Uh... I'm leaving you here in the wind. You're going to be eating crow. Get it wrong. <coughs> uh, I'll say cro- Croatia. Ah, wow. Got he got it amazing. <laughs> Way to come through. Absolutely. Oh, like I said, I'm absolutely no help. But... Oh, I thought he was dead. Oh, no. This one's oh. really hard, Huckleberry. Yeah, you, I'm sorry, but it's 10. If you get this one right, I'm telling you, you get two prizes. So this is a big one here. You're, you're guaranteed one right, prize. Right. Name at least three members of the Denver Nuggets coaching staff. Mike Malone. This is a good one. Good, good, good call. Uh, this is tough. Yeah, we, and we haven't talked basketball on the show in months, so. Um, Wes Unsell Jr. Oh, man, he's oh, got wow. two. Oh, man. Oh, the music bill, it's, I'm tense. Oh, jeez. Espo, do you have any ideas? <laughs> You want assistant coaches for the Denver Nuggets for the Phoenix Suns? I got Espo. nothing for you here. The hell, Espo? I can't name a single Phoenix Suns assistant coach. That's any pull on the bench in uh, in Denver. We got to have a guess, man. Uh, I don't know, from watching the games, I can just see his face. I have no idea what his name is, though. So, I mean, there's that doesn't help me at all. I love that you're yeah, going to have to guess a John. name, just like a random name. Can you describe his face for us? <laughs> Actually, yeah, don't do it. If you can do a police sketch. Then <laughs> you got anything, Huckleberry? Uh, I, I, I can't make up a name off top. Ah, he's out of here. He's out of <laughs> here. He did win one prize, though. Guys, tomorrow, you're going to want to hop on the steps. I'm telling you today, the questions are easier, I would say. The questions are it's easier. almost like they might keep getting that way. They might keep getting easier Until. over and over again. You got Jordy Fernandez, of course. You have Felipe Eichenbach. I think I said that <laughs> yeah, right. I can't believe you, you know have, that one. You, you have David Adelman. Jordy Fernandez, I already say that one. Yeah, you got there's a handful you could have picked from there. But um, actually, vote. I don't know why I'm doing this. You're, yeah, I mean, you're you can host. if you want, dude. I'm chilling. I think I just froze anyway. So, hey, that was fun. Espo, thanks so much for hanging out with us, man. I appreciate yeah, the Espo, insight. You were great. Uh, also, I, I, go ahead. I'm just gonna say I'm hurt. The Price is Right is my game, and then I screwed oh, the script up. So you're hurt. Bad second half. Oh man. Yeah, and we, we've not given you a proper shout out for wearing the Rocky Mountain Vibes hat. Oh Look yeah, at that's this. awesome. This man comes correct when he comes to the Denver-based podcast. We appreciate you, my man. You're lucky. This is the only Denver, Colorado thing I own, and that I remember. <laughs> Everybody, go follow him. He has one of the best Twitter handles in all of Twitter at ESPO. It's incredible. It is Espo. incredible. Nice and easy there. It's written down for you. Hey, thanks to Espo for hanging out, giving us the Phoenix perspective. Thanks to Huckleberry for 
hopping on the steps. And thanks, of course, to all of you for hanging, commenting. Let's do it again tomorrow. Friday show, we'll talk to you at noon. Peace. I love this song. Hey guys, don't forget Strava Craft Coffee, DNVR 20, get 20% off the CBD infused coffee, Denver company. You're gonna wanna check them out.